Welcome to Raju Bangia Podcast. Today, it's just the boys. That's right. It's the boys. It's me. It's Raheel. And it's our guest, Sumit. That's right. Returning champion, <laughs> defending champion, most sought after guest in Raju Bangaya podcast history. The amount of DMs we've been getting to get this guy back on here has been, it's, we've broken the internet. That's, that's the only way we can describe it. Pretty we've much. You know, we figured that Annie wasn't going to be here. So we got like the biggest feminist that I know uh, to come on the podcast. Sumit, before we get started, uh, your thoughts on on Harry and Megan, please go ahead. <laughs> I mean, I mean, all I want to say is, uh, I don't know, no, we can't, yeah. we can't record. I, I feel like it's, uh... I'm just saying, I, I don't want to make any comments because all I'm going to say is, uh, me and Rahil had a toxic past few days since that interview happened. <laughs> That's all we I'm really we, we we had a falling out. I'll let you guess which side each of us <laughs> fell on. <laughs> so we've got Sumit Piers Morgan Bhaktian. <laughs> it's about tradition, you know. You just you have to respect it's a, tradition. It's, it's about parampara. It's about anushashan. <laughs> Today we are discussing Dawn, the original and the remake. I think before we get into it, I I hear word on the streets is that Sumit's got beef with me. I don't know if we need to settle that right now before we can move forward and have an honest conversation. I just feel that there's a tension in the air and we should address these rumors. Yeah, I think it would make everyone feel more comfortable because otherwise we're just going to be thinking about it the entire time. So if you're raising yeah. your hand like this is a classroom. No, so I... <laughs> No, because, you know, we can see each other. So I'm like, so here's the thing, right? So no, 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 we, we have no beef. I think you're doing a fantastic job, except I had a problem with your initial review of DDLJ. And I was okay. uh, deeply hurt, insulted as a Shark Khan fan. And I'm like, we need to talk. But then I listened to the latest one and you have come around, my friend. And we are all in a very happy space at this point. Yeah, we, you know, sometimes you need time to reflect and to grow and to, to become a better person and, and and in the past four years, I've become a better person and I've grown as a human being. And I appreciate you recognizing my growth. Oh, absolutely. Well, I, yeah. I wish I could say the same about Raheel, but anyways. Yeah, no, he's a piece of shit. This seems unnecessary. I will say... <laughs> um, anything, he's regressing. <laughs> you know, I think you guys, uh, I'm excited to see these two worlds colliding. Oh, it's going to be it's gonna be absolutely fantastic. On paper, I think you guys would get along. Although Fahad does like Nabil more than you do, Smith, because I feel like, Fahad, that all just comes down to like one really great joke Nabil made one time <laughs> that he's been living off of for the last 10 years. We don't need to repeat the joke. Anyways, this is uh, very exciting. Summit, thank you for coming back. Thank you so much for uh, for inviting me back, guys. I, I really love this show. I love what you guys have done with it over the years. I, I It has really grown. And I'm, I'm genuinely saying this, and I religiously listen to all the episodes. And uh, I don't agree with all of them, but I definitely pay very close attention and i sometimes take notes which is very weird because uh i don't know why i'm taking notes but yes i do oh well let's wow. discuss those notes. any any notes that you'd like to address right off the bat anything you want to get off your chest no no no. let's just uh continue with the podcast and i will come up with pointers in between all right fantastic <laughs> <laughs> we do a recap at this point traditionally you know it's funny i was um i was trying to type up a recap and what i realized as i was typing it up is there's a lot that happens in this movie like mm -hmm. there's a lot of like plot twists and stuff like that so it's a very fast paced movie very very fast paced and Sumit and I had the same uh, experience with it which is we watched both the old and the new one I don't think you did that Fahad. no I didn't it was actually very interesting because th the reason why uh, Farhan Akhtar who's a director of the new one said that he wanted to remake the old one was because it was ahead of its time and if you go back and if you watch the old one you definitely do see that just in terms of like the plot twists and just how dense the story 
storyline is it's it's pretty great so one thing one thing i want to mention i don't know Fahad, if I, you probably already know about this but for our viewers farhan akhtar who is the director of the movie dawn which came out in 2006 the original one the screenplay dialogue and the story was done by salim and javed so salim khan is the father of salman khan and javed akhtar is the father of farhan akhtar salim javed was the combo in the 80s and the 90s when it came to storytelling and story writing right they did movies like dawn divar shole like these were all them like they have iconic movies mr india all this stuff was them and farhan akhtar is one of the writer's son and he readed the movie and his father helped him re- rewrite the screenplay of the new movie i think i thought salim javed was one person for a long time <laughs> yeah uh, i mean up until now <laughs> just like uh, jatin lalit yeah yeah I had no idea that these are two people. Yeah, they are. I hadn't seen Dawn until today. I think this is past my Shah Rukh Khan prime, I guess. I didn't really pay attention to his movies after 2006. But Dawn, he's a, he's a criminal. He's a capo, a captain a, yeah. in a crime syndicate. So basically, it's Kuala Lumpur. It's after the Cold War. And after the Cold War, all of the drug trade in Asia is controlled by two people. A guy named Verdan and a guy named Singanya, who were the lieutenant tenets of a Russian named Boris. First of all, uh, Sumita is an Indian. Uh, congratulations on the Talaki. Two Indians <laughs> controlling all of, <laughs> all of uh, the drug trade. That's right. So basically, nobody has seen Verdan in years. Don is the captain in Singania's, in Singania's gang. And one of the members of his gang is a guy named Ramesh, who wants to leave the gang. And uh, Don will not stand for that, so he kills him. Huh. And Ramesh's hot fiance named uh, Kamini, played by Karina Kapoor in a cameo. She looked great by the way. She did. Amazing. Amazing. She danced like a fool. She did get a lot of slack from um, a lot of people when the movie came out because she pretty much was for that iconic song, item song, right? And it was done by Helen, who was, mm-hmm. who is, by the way, Salim Khan's second wife. Oh. Uh, before or after the movie? After, after. They were dating at the uh, time. Oh, yeah, makes sense. <laughs> Helen, also to remind you, Fahad, was a principal of the girls' college in Mohabbate. Which That's leads so me okay. to my first question. Would you? <laughs> what, today or in 1978? At any time. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so yes, Karina Kapoor. Yeah, so she did, she did get a lot of slack because she portrayed Helen's character, and Helen was the iconic, the item girl or whatever you want to call it back in the day. So, anyways, no. So it's interesting mm-hmm. that you said that because because I watched them back to back. The first time that I watched on because I did watch it back in like 2006. I thought Karina Kapoor looked kind of like a fool in with her dancing, but it's because she's doing the Helen dance. Yes, like she's, she's trying to copy oh. the steps. So the other thing is the choreographer for the original Dawn had an assistant at the time. Like he was her mentor and stuff like that. Life comes to full circle when it came to Shah Rukh Khan's Dawn, that same lady who looked up to this person, her name was Saroj Khan. Saroj Khan <laughs> is the one who choreographed the Shah Rukh Khan Dawn. Oh my God. I would watch a movie about the making of Dawn. Yes. So Karina Kapoor, very hot. We all agree. Yes. But... Mm-hmm. Don kills her. Oh. Hey, you know, that was a pretty shocking scene when I saw it. Like, he kills her. He didn't have bullets in his gun. How do we think he killed her? Yeah, suffocated her. Oh, that's too bad. Yeah, suffocated her, snapped her neck. And I love the fact that, like, the way it was. <laughs> no, no, no. I didn't love that. No, no, I didn't love the fact. But I love the I love the camera angle where it showed, like, you know, the elevator door was, like, hitting on the body yeah. and opening up. I, I thought that was a brilliant touch. Yeah, it was nice. To the animosity of the character, Don. You should feel the animosity I have towards the character of you. Um, 
Anyways, Karina's dead. Her uh, fiance's dead. Now, Ramesh also happens to have a hot sister named Roma, played by Priyanka Chopra. Now, I can't on record on this podcast speak positively about Priyanka Chopra. I am yeah. legally obligated not to do that. Mm-hmm. We'll bleep this whole thing out. Faha, do you think she's hot? I, I think she's hot. I do. I think I don't think I don't think you can say that she isn't. I don't think anybody's problem with her is that she's not hot. I think it's that she's annoying. And those are two different things. What do you think of her as an actress, as an artist? In American stuff, I think she's terrible. In uh, uh Daisy stuff, I think she's pretty good. Yeah, I would say this I, movie I they didn't give her anything to work with, but I think in sure. general, she's not bad. She looks great. Anyway, yeah. so Roma played Burping and Kachopra. And in the original, who is that? Zina Taman? Zina Taman, correct. Now Zina Taman, if I'm correct, is also the original original Kangana, right? She went cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. Is that her deal? Mm, no, no, no. Zinagaman was the girl in that time who came in and she broke all the molds. Like she said, I'll wear a two-piece bathing suit. I don't care. I will show cleavage and stuff like that, which was pretty bold step back in the days. Even if you oh, see the original yeah. Dawn, there was a swimming scene where Amitabh Bachchan and they're swimming and like like kids, they're splashing water at each other. And yeah. she was wearing a two-piece bathing suit. Like that was Zinagaman. Zinagaman was that bold girl. Gotcha. Well, she got me bold. <laughs> Anyways, I don't know what that means. Anyway, so Roma infiltrates Don's gang with the intention of murdering him. Before she's able to do that, Don is captured by the police. By oh, no. De, by De Silva, who, by the way, is played by Bowman Durrani. He's captured by the police and he falls into a coma. De Silva decides that he needs to infiltrate Don's gang, comes up with a scheme using a doppelganger, also played by Shah Rukh Khan, who's just, what is he, like a, like a street performer? He's yeah, a street he's performer. Just a, yeah. And he convinces him to, to infiltrate Don's gang by pretending to be Don. But during the face-off surgery, the actual Don dies. He has cardiac arrest. It's very sad. And then Vijay gets inserted into Don's gang, but the only person that knows is D'Souza. D'Souza? De Silva? De Silva. Whatever. And He's from Dr. Goma. Ashok. And what ha- happened was, it's basically Departed meets Bollywood. And so now Don, aka Vijay, is in Don's thing. There's a lot of fighting. There's a lot of action. A lot of drug deals gone wrong. Eventually, De Silva is killed. De Silva? De Souza. I feel like I'm going to keep doing De this. Silva. De Silva. De Silva. <laughs> okay. He gets killed. And now Vijay needs a way to prove his innocence. At the same time, you got Arjun Rampal who's um, left prison on some like C plot uh, and he needs to kill De Silva for framing him for a robbery and it's it's a whole thing. Anyways, what happens was they get to the end, they're in Kuala Lumpur, a beautiful overlook. You should watch the movie just to see that. And um, twists and turns happen and well, I'm sure we'll talk about the twists later, but in case you haven't seen the movie, you might want to go watch it right now. Uh, Spoiler alert! Turns out De Silva was Verdon and Vijay was Don, and that rhymed. (laughs) And so that's the movie. (laughs) That's basically the movie. Yes, thank you, Fad. We can't really talk about the movie just on its own without talking about the original, right? And I think that's the experience that Sumit and I had. You can't compare the two. Obviously, the the first thing that you think of is Amitabh versus Shah Rukh Khan. Before we get to that, right? Let's just talk about just the story, right? The story. Mm Original versus the remake, right? So one of the thing is when before Shah Rukh Khan's Dawn was remade and it was you know we saw it in the big screen. Dawn was a big part of my childhood, right? Like Dawn, Divar, Shole, um, these are big part of our childhood. Like we grew up on Amitabh Bachchan, right? And he's like God, right? So when I saw Dawn and what I remembered of Dawn, and I remember it pretty vividly, I love that movie. That's like one of the top Amitabh Bachchan movies. <clears throat> but when Shah Rukh Khan's Dawn came out, 
and from Fahad synopsis, it's like that don really didn't make sense because Don's biggest tagline or like you know his his line is Don ko pakarna mushkil nahi na mumkin hai, right? But guess what? Within the first half hour, forty minutes of the movie, not only he gets captured, he gets killed in the original one. But in the second one, yes, he does get captured. But him being Don, him being the cunning evil genius that he is, he manages to get his way out of it and fool the whole world. Like that's who Don is. That's his persona. That's his persona in the in the evil world. And he maintains and retains that that power and that strength that his character portrays in the story. But in the first one, that's not the case. So in the first one, the actual Don dies on that table. Yes, that's it. Yeah, in the first one, the actual Don dies like almost immediately within half oh an hour. Goodness. So there yeah. isn't that twist. So I had never seen the original Don. I watched it for the first time over here. And I didn't have like that understanding or I didn't have that relationship with the character that apparently you did, right? Yeah. Um, so I, I kind of came into it completely new. When I was watching them side by side, or not side by side, one after the other, I don't <laughs> know how I felt about the big plot twist in this one. I actually prefer the original one. Really? Yeah, with it because you know it was kind of it was kind of cool. I liked the movie a lot. Almost immediately after I got done watching the 2006 Don, I went and I watched the 2000 the Don two. You know the the, the yeah. new one because yeah, yeah. I was pretty interested in the characters and that was was kind of a bummer for me which is you know dawn 2 looks great it looks like as legit an action movie as anything that's in the west but Mm -hmm. at the same time it was boring because i was just like this is something that would just be on tnt so the character of like you know like the actual character of dawn i really don't care about as much as i care about the story the thing that makes the original one great is suspense in how things are going to get resolved right like the plot itself is very interesting i don't don't really care for the character as much like the underworld guy yeah my, my feeling was completely different my feeling was because i saw don multiple times the Amitabh Bachchan one i saw it multiple times growing up it's one of my favorite movies growing up and then Shah Rukh Khan's don came out and i'm not talking about Shah Rukh Khan versus Amitabh i'm just strictly talking about the story and the plot the line character. right yeah the, i loved Shah Rukh Khan Don's plotline a lot better than Amitabh's because it made a lot more sense to me because I was disappointed as a kid because although it was Amitabh in both the roles I, I was rooting for the evil Amitabh I was not rooting for Vijay I was rooting for Don and Don died within the first 40 minutes I, got you. I, I wanted that swag I wanted that guy holding that swag and being that evil being that evil genius to last throughout for whatever reason I was rooting for him but that didn't go anywhere yeah, the but reason in this is you're a psychopath yeah. Oh, <laughs> hey, look at us. <laughs> <laughs> one of us says sociopath, one of us says psychopath. What's wrong with you? But yeah. So I only watched the remake. I, I didn't root for any of the characters. I've wanted more Vijay. Like I wanted Shah Rukh Khan when he was being Vijay to be Vijay, mm-hmm, to mm-hmm, be like mm-hmm. that fun, kind of doofy, yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. bumpkin. And yeah. on the other side, I don't think Shah Rukh Khan has ever played a badass well. So I don't, whenever he goes into that mode, oh no. Now we got problems again. We we started off so well. Whenever he goes into that mode, I just I I cringe. Like I don't think like he gets all growly and he doesn't convince me that he's like this like cool badass guy. It just kind of feels like he's acting. And uh, sure. so I didn't root for anybody. I thought the story was good. Like I I was like hooked, and I really liked the twist, especially the way that they did it. Yeah, because they didn't really tip their hand that much in the movie. Like they tipped it with right. Verdon. 
but they didn't tip Correct. it with the Don reveal. And then they, the way that he just told Priyanka Chopra like a, a line, like a throwaway line that he said to yeah. her early in the movie. And that was very it. subtle. And that yeah. was in the last like five minutes. So I appreciated the twist and Raheel's wrong. And <laughs> Father, I agree with you to that. If, when I was watching the new one again, I jogged my memory and it, this is the same exact set of emotions that went through my head. When we find out the twist in the last five minutes when we were like, oh shit, he is Don. If you think about it, when Don or Vijay, Don, whatever you want to call that character, takes Priyanka Chopra to visit Deepu in the school, uh-huh. he's looking around the room and he can't find Deepu because he doesn't know oh, who Deepu yeah. is. Yeah, yeah. Deepu is the one who runs to him. So it was very subtly played. And it was like, you know, in a uh, with a bad director, they would put that scene back and they would like, you know, right. try to assure the audience he didn't do all yeah. that stuff, right? But if you think about it, that's exactly what happened. Right. He They left like breadcrumbs. Exactly. You know, yeah. it's, the, the movie itself, like it, technically it's awesome. I think it yeah. my 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 issue it's not really an issue it's just a preference right like like Fahad said I wanted Vijay to be Vijay like I yeah. like rooting for that guy and at the end when it happened I was like okay this is pretty cool I mean this is fine that it happened but I'm not I, I felt sad that this poor sweet entertainer got murdered uh, <laughs> in the operating room um, so I felt you know I, I was bummed out about that, that. is true that 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 was kind of a yeah. bummer that is true that is true but if you again if you think about it right if you think about it again it's a movie it's a world that a director creates and you know anything can happen right mm-hmm. so but that being said like you know we are in today's world where we look at a movie we're like oh that's not realistic i mean you know you don't dance around the trees and stuff like that like back in the days but if you think about it right Nachne ganevala from the streets right mm-hmm. how are you going to transform that person in a couple of weeks into somebody like dawn yeah but you yeah but but i'm okay i'm okay yeah. with that kind of suspension of disbelief because okay, i know what that's i'm fair. signing up for that's fair. my that's fair. my thing is that like if this is a pg-13 type of action movie that's you know fair. and like rush hour people don't die that often right like yeah, the, true, you know they, they they would let <laughs> vijay like be locked up in a closet somewhere and then you open up the door and he's there and it takes kind of some of this thing away but that's more again like raheel said it's a preferential thing it's not really a critique against the movie i suppose exactly it, it sure. actually it only rubbed me it only really rubbed me the wrong way i mean aside from feeling bad for vijay was after i watched don 2 because i was like you know what it feels like they did the twist in the interest of turning this into a franchise yeah you know oh, I mean? i'm and, sure and, I'm and sure. so if if you watch don 2 right like that that don character he's just like a franchise character he's like dominic toretto basically yeah, you know, yeah, they just want like a criminal, like a mastermind criminal, and that's fine. Sure, you know, Shah Khan, you want to play that shit? That's okay, but it's also but it's not Shah Khan. It's far on up. There. That's like the worst part of Shah Khan's like repertoire. He does Vijay so much better than he does Don. That's the part that pisses me off. It's like fan. It reminded me of fan, where it's like I want more of like the kind of fuck up character, the Gaurav. Yeah, yeah. You the, want the fan favorite Gaurav. Everybody yeah. knows, and <laughs> instead we got. We got this version of Shah Rukh Khan, and I—that's been the problem with Shah Rukh Khan's entire like latter half of his filmography. So when Farhan Akhtar wrote the screenplay, Shah Rukh Khan was not his first choice. He wanted Ritik Roshan for the role, and that's why Ritik Roshan made a cameo in the second one. He wanted Ritik Roshan oh. for the role, but when he screen tested Ritik Roshan, he realized he needed somebody who has more aging on their face, and like by aging, I don't mean like physically, but like you know more maturity on their face. And Ritik Roshan yeah, wasn't right. that character, so they. Like shit. <laughs> you want somebody else like shit. Got it. 
<laughs> yes, so he wanted Shah Rukh Khan for the role. But also to Shah Rukh Khan's credit, right? So Amitabh Bachchan has vast body of work, right? Arguably, nobody has touched in Bollywood at least, right? There have only been four movies that have director has been bold enough to remake, which was Amitabh Bachchan classics, right? One was Sholay has been remade, and for whatever reason, Amitabh starred in it as Gabbar. It's called what? Ram Go- Yeah, it's Ram Gopal Verma's Ag. So it's oh, Ajay Devgan, some a new guy there, Jan Viru, and Amitabh is playing the Gabbar character. It was it was like horrible. I know Rahil is googling it right now. Like he doesn't believe what I say, but it is true. I had no idea. I had no idea this existed. Well, yeah, you don't know as much about pop culture as I do. But anyways, <laughs> um, that was one, right? That was a disaster. Zanjir was remade by Priyanka Chopra and this guy from the South, which was another disaster. And then Dawn was remade, which was a huge success. And the last one was Agnipath, right? But Agnipath was made also because out of the last three movies I named, all three movies were huge blockbusters at the time of their release when Amitabh Bachchan did them. Agnipath was the only disaster because it was way ahead of it ahead of its time, just like Scarface. Mm-hmm. And that's why Karan Johar remade that movie. Again, it went on to be a huge success, huge hit. But what I'm trying to say is when Shah Rukh Khan did Dawn, nobody was touching Amitabh Bachchan and his roles because you just don't go there. Well, so and I guess let's let's talk about that, right? Let's talk about Shah Rukh Khan versus Amitabh in that role. Man, Amitabh, like, hands down. Okay. <laughs> that's it? No, 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 no. So here's the thing, right? So you know how much I love Shah Rukh Khan. There's no denying, right? So Shah Rukh Khan is the king of Bollywood, but Amitabh Bachchan is an institution. You can't touch that man. Mm-hmm. Like when I saw the original Dawn, right? I know Fahad, you didn't see it, but like me and Rahul were talking about it before the podcast started, right? So you also got to take yourself back in 1978, right? Like if the screenplay is clumsy, like the video, ang- the camera angles, you know, the print, the actors are not as polished as they are today. So you got to take all of that and you got to understand where they're coming from. But that being said, said among all of them you just zoom in and you just focus on Amitav and he has that swag that Don deserves he has that dialogue delivery he has that presence on screen that's just Amitav mm-hmm. and right after that when I see Shah Rukh Khan if that Don never happened I would be like Shah Rukh Khan is the best Don ever but when I see Shah Rukh Khan I'm like okay Shah Rukh Khan has to try harder exactly because now he's portraying Amitav what Amitav portrayed so damn well and unfor- unfortunately nobody can match that and that's okay I, I don't know if it was Shah Khan had because he was uh, was trying harder because he was trying to get to Amitabh's level I think they just fundamentally have different energies right that's what I got yeah. out of like Amitabh's Don is like this laid back dude who is very matter of fact about everything he's just a badass like and he's cool he's like very- he's like calm under pressure he's cool uh, Shah Khan has the opposite energy where he's just always manic intense and he's that's just not intense. what you want yeah, yeah. even yeah, that yeah, yeah. even the, even that song uh, so yeah. in the Amitabh version it's first of all he's laid it down already and she's trying to <laughs> yeah. keep him she's trying to keep him in the in the room in Shah Khan's version you know he's playing like a deranged like sex addict who's like trying to go after Karina Kapoor you know yeah. and you can just see like that's the energy he has he has like this manic psychotic energy and I think that's that's the difference between them I think Amitabh is you know Amitabh relies so much on just his physicality like when he walks into a room you notice him because he's usually bigger than everybody else, right? And he's just cooler than everybody else. Shah Khan has to put out yeah. energy 
for, for yeah. you to for you. But to he, but here's also the thing, right? So there is nobody like Amitav. I think we can all agree, right? In the at least in the Bollywood industry, right? So mm-hmm. Salim Javed was the one who discovered Amitav, right? They said let's give Amitav Zanjir and then Shole and all that stuff, right? But like one of the thing, if you look at Salim Javed interviews, they have both said it in various platforms. There were many many macho men back in the 70s and the 80s, right? Like Dharminder, Vinod Khanna, and all that stuff, right? But Amitav, this guy, this tall, lanky guy, right? But one of the interviews, they were like, you know, if anybody else picks up a gun, Salim Khan's exact words were, screen pe ke bhai, Hmm. But when Amitabh picks it up, he means business. That's the presence he has on screen, right? He doesn't have to try hard. Now, Shah Rukh Khan or anybody else, now you are portraying a role that has been loved over decades and is such a huge, huge iconic in the Indian cinema as Dawn. And now he's trying to portray that. So you can look at it that, yeah, he's trying hard. I could see that. I could see your point of view where you're coming from. Or you can see that he tried to give it a new twist to it. Mm-hmm. Like I know Priyanka Chopra, before she did this movie she did not see the original dawn like she had seen it when she was a kid or whatever but she did not re-see the movie because she was like i do not want to get stuck in that zinataman character or how zinataman played it so i'm not going to see it i'm just going to do my own version uh-huh. so i mean we can look at it both ways right but yeah. that being said i think Shah Rukh khan it was a bold move for farhan Akhtar one to direct this movie again and for Shah Rukh khan to take on a role which is which is iconic and loved by millions all over the world i think if we want to talk about the movie just like on its own even without like the backstory of it being a remake or whatever the movie's great yeah. like it looks amazing what do you think father you know like Fahad, it, does, Fahad doesn't agree I, I mean i didn't know if it was great i thought it was like the plot was kind of convoluted or whatever but yeah but Fahad, it's like a it's like a fast and furious right right yeah no my, my bar isn't high i'm not expecting it to be anything crazy or or you know I, I they were going for like a blockbuster type you know I, I mentioned rush hour before it's like that same genre right so yeah agreed. i think like the the arjun rampal stuff was completely unnecessary i i didn't really feel i don't know i mean my question is before we get into like what i actually thought of the movie is sure did the did zena Daman have more to do in the original movie than priyanka chopra had to do in this one because it kind of uh, felt like she, I don't no, know. No, it, I mean, it was pretty much the same, buddy. It was pretty much the same. Yeah. It was pretty much the same, yeah. One of the things I got out of watching them back one after the other was that the new one does a pretty great job of hitting all of like the plot points of the old one. Yeah. Um, okay. yeah. yeah. I mean, and, it and was a homage, right? It was a homage. Yeah, it's, it was a it's, true a, homage, it's a pretty right? faithful adaptation. It really is. And there's also like very like cool, like subtle things that you notice when you watch them back to back. So like uh, the Keike Pan Bana Rasvala, that song... In the original, Amitabh is wearing this vest with this very distinct pattern on it. And in yep. the new one, Shah Rukh Khan's shirt is basically that pattern. So you catch these little things that happen. Mm. So the Arjun Rampal story, I think, in the new one and the old one, actually, I mean, it feels like an add-on, but it's there in the new one because it exists in the old one, right? In the old one, he's a character played by Pran, which is weird for me because of, and we've talked about this in the past. Smith, I don't know if you've seen it or not, but is it freaky to you how much Pran looks like my dad? Yes. Yes, it definitely is. It definitely, definitely is. And I, I, I mean, I know Pran is a very legendary actor and all that stuff. I never was a fan of him. And I cringed again when I saw the old one. And I'm like, dude, like you were, you were supposed to play like somebody's grandpa. I'm like, why are you like balancing yourself on a rope? I actually, I've been shitting on the Arjun Rampal role. I actually think he did a good job though. Like I thought that the character was, or like the whole plotline was unnecessary but i believed him and i i thought he would have been a better don than shah khan Fahad, i agree with you that that pl- that 
piece of the storyline was unnecessary. The movie could have been just as good and same without that piece, right? Right. So you just get rid of Deepu, the little kid. In the original one, it was Deepu and Munni. So it was a girl and a guy. But you get rid of that. But you have to also understand, nowadays, the Bollywood movies that we see are like one hour, 40 minutes to two hour, 10, 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. Back then, movies were three hours long, right? Two hour, yeah. 40 to three hour long. So since it was an adaptation, they had to stick to most of the plot line. And this is how, back then, stories got stretched, right? Mm-hmm. So that's why that plot is is there. Yeah. But I know Rahil talked about Kaike Pan, and I want to just uh, quickly add something there. So do you know in the original one, that song wasn't part of the first cut? Yeah, I heard that. That's the reason why the movie's a hit, right? One of the reasons. So that yeah. song wasn't there. So that song came right after Interval, right? But the first cut did not have that song. So when they did the f- first cut showing, a few of the industry guys, they were like listen you need to give and this is a formula in Bollywood movies like if you look if you listen to directors talk they're like Indian movies are very difficult to direct because one that's the only industry where there's two halves to a movie right there's interval so people take a break because of the interval people go out get their samosas take a piss or whatever when they come back even if they miss, miss the first few minutes of the fucking movie they have to still continue following it so the idea is to put in a song right after interval so even mm. if people are late they can still not lose track of the storyline so when they did the first screening the people were like you know this is too much happening you cannot do it just with continuation of the movie you have to put in a song in there and that song Kaike Panbanaraswala was composed for a Devanand movie and they took it from there and they put it in this movie so it was a Devanand song it was supposed to be a Devanand song but it ended up being a Mithabachan song and that's how it came because they did not want the audience to lose the plot line it's a lot of information there um <laughs> what do you guys think of the m- music I mean it's all like remixes of the original right no no, no, no. i think was it two songs are from the original and is there's another by the way Sumit, what festival is that that they're celebrating what hindu festival is that ganesh ganesh chaturthi what happens in there sorry you're my resident hindu too so it's a, stuff off <laughs> what was that about what's the deal with ganesh you know ganesh visarjan ganpati papa maurya no i don't I want, you know, the amount of detail that you just put into Kaike Pan Banana I want you to, want you to give me that for all well, of Hinduism. Go ahead. So, so gun. <laughs> Ganesh is so in Hinduism Ganesh is the so in any puja right any kind of puja Ganesh would be the first god to get prayed to so once a year there is a huge festival where we worship Ganesh and we celebrate Ganesh and then you know after the whole worship you gotta take the idol and go to the sea and do the visarjan right Mm -hmm. so you you gotta put the idol back in the sea because we believe like Ganga meets heaven right so Ganesh Chaturthi or or Ganesh Visarjan is a huge thing especially in Bombay because Maharashtrians are huge Ganesh followers. Mm. See, the one thing I don't get out of the movie was, and maybe I missed it, Rahil was Vijay in Bombay? Yeah, I think so. I, I think so. I don't think it matters, does it? Yes, he was in Bombay. He was, right? Yeah, yeah, he yes. was in Bombay. Because, because, yeah, because he comes back from Kuala Lumpur for a deal in India. Exactly, That's right. right, yeah. yeah. Because I would be very surprised if they have Ganesh Visharjan in Kuala Lumpur. That's why I wanted to know. I wouldn't be shocked. (laughs) Maybe. That's a nice festival. Hey, Stumit, have you ever had Pung? Yes, multiple times. What's it taste like? And that is, that's milk with marijuana. Yeah, uh, during Holi. We used to do that during Holi. And not only like Pung, like, you know, how you see Shah Rukh Khan or Amitabh drinking it. What we used to do during Holi is we go to the Mithai shop and we tell them to like make, I don't know, like dozen rasgullas, right? Mm-hmm. And we would tell them to inject the rasgullas with bhang. Ooh. Oh. Yeah. So the ladies can eat it. Oh, okay. Now, do you always have to drink it like slightly?
sloppily like they do in the movies? <laughs> no, absolutely Does it, does it have to pour down your chest and ruin your shirt? Is that... Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely not. Well, quite honestly, bonkers and teas are good. Do you it's drink like, it with a straw? No. <laughs> no. It, it, Do you it, honestly, it in a sippy cup? It, it honestly tastes disgusting, dude. Like, it's like taste of alcohol with milk in it. Like, it, it's just horrible. It's actually quite horrible. Wait, is it is it alcohol? I thought it was, I thought it was like hash. It was hash. It's, it is hash. But like, you know, it's like the whole high factor, right? But like. I'm starting to think Summit never had bung. Yeah, I know. Summit, it sounds like you've never done bung. Have you ever even I had did, milk? Were, were you not invited to the bung party? <laughs> <laughs> Are you lactose intolerant? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I had pong, but like, I, I don't know, man. I, pong never did it for me. Um, I don't think, I don't think it's that great of thing. I, I do like pong in like rasgullas and mitais and stuff because it goes down much more smoother than drinking an entire glass of milk. It's like uh, pot brownie. Exactly. Yeah, India ahead of the game on these edibles. Yeah, buddy. Oh yeah, the songs. I like the songs. That's it. <laughs> yeah, the songs pretty great. The, I like the remixes, and I love Ajkirat a lot. Didn't they? Didn't they uh, use that in like some in, uh, some English song? song no, or what, yeah, no. What? They didn't use Ashkirat. They used uh, Aimed Adil the beginning of it. It's in a Black Eyed Peas song. Yeah, uh, and that's from, the, yeah. from the original. What do you think about Isha Kopiker, Fahad? She was fine. I mean, like, uh, Fahad's not impressed. It would I break your impressed. heart to hear this, Fahad, but she is she's a member of the BJP now. Oh, I mean, that honestly, it feels like every Bollywood actor it, actress is part of the BJP. The hotter, the better. <laughs> that's what that's what Modi says. <laughs> <laughs> it really, you know, it was um because I knew that going into watching the movie, uh, so it was it was a pretty big challenge for me to objectify her. But I mean, oh, man, that's tough. <laughs> you, I, I mean, I, 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 I don't think she's hot at all. Actually, I think the BJP thing actually makes it hotter. Uh, so, man, why don't you tell us what's going on with all the Bollywood people and BJP? What's what's with that big connection there? Oh, it's like the whole Baltak Ray. Uh, it's it goes way back, right? It's like Bal Thakre. So Bal Thakre used to run Bombay, right? Uh-huh. Run Maharashtra, right? So I mean, there is a, actually you know Nawazuddin Siddiqui is a great actor, right? Yeah. I think we all agree to that. Nawazuddin Siddiqui actually portrayed the biography of Bal Thakre. Thakre yeah, is the, the movie. It's a great movie. So nothing. I mean, nobody says no to Thakre, right? So that's how the association became between Bollywood and. Because Bollywood was always like, that's how Sanjay Dutt got in all this trouble, right? Because mm-hmm. he was like underworld, like Daud and all that stuff, Bombay for a while because they used to put money in all these movies and they would mm-hmm. demand actors to just work in these movies, even if they don't like the script or whatever, because they had the power and they will like threaten them. And Bal Thakre was like that one factor who could just overpower or just say no to anybody and anyone and nobody would fuck with him. So that's how everybody was a Bal Thakre fan. I mean, Shah Khan is a big, 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 big Baltakre fan. Oh, is he? Yeah, yeah. He used to go to all Baltakre uh, uh, functions and stuff like that. Yeah. Because he's he's not really um, he doesn't really associate with Modi that much, though. It feels like, as opposed to other Bollywood stars, or maybe I'm just he claims he's it. apolitical. So him and Amir Khan got into huge trouble a few years ago when they said India is intolerant, right? They got into huge, huge trouble. But they didn't mean it that way. What they mean was there was intolerance in India, and everybody took it like, oh, India is intolerant. India made you, you guys are Muslims. You guys are the biggest stars in India. How can you say that about India? Go back to Pakistan. Charkhan was like, my dad was a freedom fighter for India, and you know, I was born in India. I'm an Indian citizen. Why would I go to Pakistan and stuff like? that so nowadays like you know also you know the whole art meets commerce thing is a very big factor right where also a lot of these actors don't want to say anything even if they feel a certain way because they don't want to jeopardize their movie where millions of dollars are riding on them right so 
because it's it's not their money, right? Like other people, all this corporate are putting in all these dollars in there, and they're like, you know, one wrong statement could completely ruin it for them. And somebody like Shah Rukh Khan, Amir Khan, they don't take a remuneration for their movies, right? So they don't charge an upfront fee. Uh-huh. They charge a profit sharing, right? And Shah Rukh Khan has been doing that for like the past 15 years, right? So like when it comes to that, like these people really do not want to make a statement which can jeopardize the movie and in turn jeopardize their cut of the movie or even like the producer's money or whatever. So which which makes complete sense, I guess. So it's, it is a commerce thing. It's not like there's actual Indian nationalism or Indian pride or something that's behind. I no, mean, no, I don't know. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't know. You know I no, 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 no. There definitely is. There definitely is. Right? Mm-hmm. Like these guys, like Amir Khan was like the Indian ambassador for the longest time. And then he made that comment and he got kicked out. He was an ambassador? Yeah, he was an Indian like, brand ambassador. Oh. For the country. Yeah, for the longest oh. time. And then he made that comment and he got kicked out. But like the thing is, that, like, you know, these people, obviously they do a lot for charity. They do a lot for the country. But at the same time, we also have to understand one thing. Like these people are artists, right? These people are Bollywood actors and their main livelihood and their main source of income, not main source, but one of their source of income is these movies, right? And like a lot of times we as, we're not critics, but like, you know, we, we're somebody who are synagogues and we watch a movie and we're like, oh, this movie is garbage, this movie is not. But at the same time, or, oh, why is Shah Rukh Khan doing this stupid role? So he's 50 something years old and whatever, whatnot. But at the same time, at some point, art has to meet commerce. For you to get that one meaningful, deep movie, like a Salman Khan dabang has to make money. So there is enough money left over to find finance the other one, right? So it has to be a balance. Yeah, but I mean, the flip side of it is like Nasiruddin Shah came out and, you know, for the farmers protest, he was like, how much money do you need to make before you're okay, like risking some of it, like before you're okay speaking out and risking your next movie. And I think there's something to that. I mean, society doesn't move forward unless there are people who are in positions of power or who have platforms that speak out about certain things. No, I, I completely agree, Fab. But like at the same time, like not, I'm not trying to deny what you said. And I completely agree and completely understand where you're coming from. And no disrespecting him, Nasruddin Shah. He's a, he's a great actor. He's a legend, right? But like he hasn't made a single movie where he carried the movie on his shoulder, right? So it's a lot easier for him to say that. Don't get me wrong. He's one I of would, the greatest I would say I would actually argue that it's it's a lot more dangerous for him to say that because he need he might need the next role more than a Shah Rukh Khan might need the next role. I could I could definitely see where you're coming from. The reality of the situation is exactly what you said. And it happens all over the world. You know, when you put your paycheck on the line, that's that's a difficult thing to do for anybody. So I would like to see as like an individual just more people risk it. You know, like, like, especially in, in places like Pakistan and India and wherever, where maybe the prevailing thought in the country is, is kind of regressive. And you might have these people who I don't believe that half of them really ideologically support the BJP, for example. Right. But I think that they're doing it purely for commercial purposes, purely because they know that if they say something, if they if they speak out against it, then not only is their movie going to tank, but they're probably going to have to leave the country for a little bit. Like, that's just the situation. But I, I, I don't think that we should give people a pass necessarily. Sure, I agree. Like, you know, all these people have families and stuff, right? So, like, you know, at some point, I, I could see why some, like, 
Like Shah Khan, I don't think Shah Khan will be broke if he doesn't do a movie for the next 10 years, right? Right. But at the same time, it's countries like India, countries like Pakistan, it doesn't only affect your paycheck, right? When when it comes yeah. to that kind of stuff. It just comes to like stupid stuff. Like people will start throwing stones at you or giving you yeah, death threats. Your and life stuff is like. in danger. Yeah, it's it's at a different level. And it's not even your life. At that point, it's your kid's life. It's your mm-hmm. it's your family's life. And at that point, anybody would get protected, right? And anybody yeah. would just you know take a step back and be like, you know what? I'm sorry. I'm keep my mouth shut. I'll, yeah, I'll keep my mouth shut. I'll back off, right? Like the whole yeah. thing that happened with Adil Hemishkila, Karan Johar, and casting Fahad Khan, right? So like they were like, oh, what the hell? Uri happened, and they were like, oh, reshoot the movie without Fahad Khan. Are you kidding me? Like he shot a whole entire movie, and like it's done, it's packed, it's about to release. And Fahad Khan is a great actor. He's a, he's an artist. Who cares what nationality he has? Respect that. But India and Pakistan, we are drastic people. Desi people. When I say Desi, I mean both the countries. We're just drastic people. We just we just jump. We, we don't crawl, walk, and run. We just jump. I think my biggest problem with it is it, it is like the Karan Johars of the industry, the people who are actually making decisions and who are actually, they have the money, they have the power and the influence, and they bend so easily to public pressure that it's like, well, you can't expect anything to move forward or, or for like, or I, I think like I was thinking about it, like Pakistani dramas are like trash universally known as like they're trash but there are times in pakistani history that they're not and i think you have to take risks for your art form to grow like protest songs and protest movies and and things like that are things that move your entire industry forward your entire art form forward and i and i honestly think at least in bollywood right i think that the envelope is being pushed i don't think it's been pushed at a pace that we would like it to but i think overall it is being pushed i mean i am a diehard charokan fan i think charokan cannot do wrong ever right he didn't do a movie for the past two years why because he saw the reactions he was getting but while he didn't do a movie Movies, look at where Indian cinema went. Like we have a Chapak where a sex symbol, right? Like a Deepika Padukone is doing a movie about a woman who was, who, who got acid thrown on her face, right? So like her IP is her beauty and she's doing an entire two hour movie where she's distorted, right? So that's mm-hmm. where, that's where the industry is moving. And, and I, I think we are going in the right direction, but at a very, very slow pace. And I feel like the industry is trying to show this through the screenplays through the storytelling but not necessarily and actively in the social media or in the social platform because at the end of the day a lot of money is riding on these stuff right so yeah and it's not their money right it's very easy for me and you or the awam of india and pakistan to say this but at the same time put your foot in your mouth yeah. right kind of yeah. kind of situation right so like if i have hundred dollars riding on something i would want that thing to do good and i don't want any harm to that doesn't matter what yeah. effect it has in the society but but yeah i mean I, I also feel like these bollywood stars or pakistani stars they're in a very difficult situation right we expect a lot from them because they are that public figure but if we were put in their shoes do would we do the same i i do not know i honestly yeah know. i don't know either I would probably be really brave. That's probably what I would be. <laughs> so just to put a pin on this conversation, Isha Kopiker gave me a boner. <laughs> I know Isha Kopiker as like a hot a girl, yeah. but like I didn't see it in this movie. I needed. I more. did not either. I did not. Yeah, no, I, I think there was just a BJP thing for me. Let me ask you a question. Yeah. Would you? Do you think you could fall in love with somebody who has a face of somebody who's killed your sibling? Oh, interesting. They, they mentioned that in the movie. Yeah, they touched on it this time. They, they didn't mention it in the original. He was like, oh, how'd they touch you? on it this time? 
He talked about in the it car, in, the in the car. In the car after oh, they yeah. go meet Deepu. He's like, how do you possibly hang out with somebody? Yeah. No, no, no but I'm going to go ahead and say, did I like the sibling? Like, so you're saying it depends on the sibling. <laughs> it depends on the sibling. Yeah. And it depends on how hot the person is it that depends murdered on the face my sibling. And it depends on the, it depends on the yeah. hotness, man. It depends yeah. on the hotness. There's no such thing as black and white out here, all right? We, <laughs> we live in shades of gray. I'm just saying, yeah, if it was like, it's funny that you mentioned sibling, because if it's like Nabil, yeah. like, I may be a character witness at that trial. <laughs> and you'll walk out with the accused. With the accused, I'll be like, the family <laughs> asks for leniency at this time and also wants to know if the defendant is doing anything on Tuesday night. Uh, and if the jury is available this weekend. Um, <laughs> Juror number like three, you've caught my eye. And also, are you allergic to shellfish? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that's a, I mean, those are thought-provoking questions. That's why people listen to this podcast. <laughs> Guys, I really think, I mean, I think Shah Rukh Khan did this movie. Or, or Let's talk about Farah Akhtar for a second, right? I think he was mm-hmm. really brave in directing this yeah. movie. I think he's a great director. I think he's a great artist. Let's just put it that way, right? Mm-hmm. He has done some great body of work, be it as a director, be it as an actor, be it as a producer. Yeah. I think he has a good eye and he has a good sense for good cinema. It doesn't necessarily always have to be like deep and whatever. It has to be entertaining, right? At the end of the day, people are paying four or 500 rupees to go to the movies and watch a movie. All they need at the end of the day is good entertainment. Be it sad, be it good, be it laughter, be it action, whatever it is. And I think he did a fantastic job delivering it. And I think Shah Rukh Khan is bold enough to portray an iconic role and a character that has been loved for decades. And he made it good. I'm not saying he made it better. I'm just saying he made it good. Uh-huh. So people yeah. still loved it. And one of the things Sharkon said in the interview when Dawn was being released was like, a lot of us has not seen the original. And it's a shame that they do not know what a gem this is. So this is yeah. it's a true homage. And I think the team did a fantastic job. This is not a Shah Rukh Khan movie. This is literally a remake of an iconic movie, which anybody who has missed the first one needs to see. And I think Shah Rukh Khan did justice to it. I agree. I think, you know, I was ready to hate on it because I'm a hateful ass bitch. Um, But um, yeah, just like you said, man, like it was it was very entertaining. You know, it paid respect to the original in ways that I wasn't expecting. That was really cool. And it's not a traditional Shah Rukh Khan movie by any means, but it's a very good movie. It's just, you know, it's a very entertaining movie. Like the music is great and, you know, the all the, 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 the plot is great and the twists and turns. And, you know, we joke around a lot about like Indian action movies being shitty. This isn't like that. Like I wasn't ever... Like, I, I never got pulled out of it by the clumsiness of it at all. VFX um, was done by Mission Impossible 2 crew. Oh. Well, congratulations to them. And the fight scenes were pretty, like, Arjun Rampal and Shah Rukh Khan's, like, kung fu fight scene. Mm-hmm. That that was uh, convincing. It wasn't yeah. like, uh, uh, what was that shitty movie that we watched? It happened in a college. Sunil oh, Shaikh versus Shah Rukh Khan. Yeah. Mehuna. Yeah, it wasn't like that type of fight scene. It was a convincing action fight scene yeah i think that's the thing right you don't that's not what you're coming into an indian movie for you just hope that it's not so bad that you get distracted by how bad it is right when it, it was it was okay it was good Sumit, what do you rate it? 3.5. Uh, that's okay. negative 5 to 5, 3.5. Yeah, so that doesn't change. All right, cool. Uh, <laughs> Rahil. <laughs> yeah, I'd probably give it like a 3.75. Oh, that's oh, pretty wow, high up look there. look at that. Rahil's rating is more than mine. Yeah, I'm shocked. 
I thought it was good. I, it achieved what it wanted to do. Like, I don't think I'm going to watch it again. I don't think it's going to be a movie that I'm going to throw on. I, there wasn't enough humor in it for me for this type of movie. I thought it would be like an action comedy type thing, especially after I met Vijay. And then when it didn't go that way, I was really sad. But I thought, you know, and especially to, after hearing about the context of Shah Khan taking this role, like this iconic role, you know, that that does deserve praise. The movie itself is is pretty good. I would give it a two. I, I thought it was it was good, uh, above average. And, um, you know, but it doesn't make my top five or anything like that. Your above average is two? So you have to remember, it's um, negative five to five. Oh, wow. So a two is what you would consider a seven, what a yeah. normal person that's true, that's would true. consider a seven. That's true. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. yeah. That's right. That's right. So thank you. Thank you. It is fair. <laughs> How would you rate Shahrukh Khan's performance in this one? I'll start with our guest, Sumit. It's so hard to rate it without comparing him to Amitabh. That's that's the part which is tricky, right? Yeah. Real. I mean, I don't want you to rate it. I'll rate it before you. But like, would you rate it because you compare it to Amitabh's or you would rate it just No, I, I would just rate the movie on its own. There's just a Shahrukh Khan on its own. Four. Four out of five. Yeah, you know, that, that's probably around where I would be also. I was thinking, you know, I know Fadi said it's not, it doesn't have the, the humor that a Shahrukh Khan movie usually has, which is true. Um, and I thought going into it that I'd be more annoyed by him trying to be a badass, but it was okay. It was a different, it was a different take on him being a badass than what I've seen in the past. Like, you know, he, he actually played like a, like a pretty convincing psychopath, which I think is a Farhan Akhtar win more than, because I've seen, I've seen Shah Khan, you know, do that very, very poorly in the past. But as far as the entertainment part of it, you know, his dancing in like all of the songs is incredible. Like his dancing in Kaike Panbana and then, you know, the other, the other songs, it's really, really good. So yeah, I'd say somewhere around a four. Yeah, I'm giving it a one. I I would, I'd probably give it a zero, honestly. That version of Shah Khan is my least favorite version of Shah Rukh Khan like just the growly angry psychopath Shah Rukh Khan I don't like him yeah, I can't yeah, like him success. and you can't force me to and um, <laughs> I think that despite that it was still a decent movie and it really triggers me seeing that version of Shah Rukh Khan because I feel like that's what he just leaned into post 2005 like that's just what he does the entire time and it pisses me off I was worried about that also but then I was also like hey I just watched Kank which is the worst performance that I've seen so far I'm yeah I'm prepared for my name is Khan which is coming up soon which I'm yeah. sure is going to be terrible um yeah but um you know this compared to Kank I'll take this I'm okay with this I mean that's I'm why I'm giving him a, a zero or a one like it's like it's nothing for me it, I don't yeah. I don't because overall, I mean, he did enough for me to not absolutely hate it, but it's just those like those scenes stick with me, and I don't don't like that. I don't like that version of Shah Rukh Khan. Okay, Sumit said, "Okay, like he's gonna stab you later." No, 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 yeah. no. I, mean, I, I could see where he's coming from, and that's fair. That's why I said, right? He is a failure of his own success, right? That's not how we see Shah Rukh Khan. That's and again, that's because that's what he has done over and over and over again, right? He has been Shah Rukh Khan. And the moment he has moved away from being Shah Rukh Khan, we could not associate ourselves with him, right? And that's exactly what happened. Well, before. and that's I don't fair, think right? I, absolutely. Fair. I don't think it's necessarily true that he's like. I think that there are multiple versions of Shah Rukh Khan. Like he he plays these archetypes in different phases of his career, and I just happen to like the more charming, fun Shah Rukh Khan more than the intense 
Sharohan, right? But I, I mean, there's still, and I think that's the part that's frustrating is that he didn't get worse. He's not different. He yeah. just chooses these roles yeah. that portray him in that ask him to be that type of person. I do think that he could have done Dawn completely differently. Like, I don't know why mm-hmm. he wants to be that type of guy because he can play like cool and like, yeah. or can he? I don't know if we've ever seen that. Uh, have we ever seen a laid back Sharohan? That's what you mean by laid back. I don't know how he is in like... DLG when he was laid back, no? No. no. Okay. Yeah, I guess not. I mean, I don't know how you would say like Suades. He's not... I don't, I don't know if he's laid back, but he's like a pretty normal dude. Yeah, you know, but I, of- you know, but you don't want him to be normal either. I guess mm-hmm. it's a tight, you know, it's a fine line to walk. And I, I think Amitabh, it sounds like did it well, but I don't think Shah Rukh Khan did, in my opinion. I mean, there was no comparison between Amitabh and Shah Rukh Khan. I mean, yeah, I mean, Shah Rukh Khan now, you know, going by his age, that's what he should be doing, right? He should be laid back. He should just be relaxed. Yeah, but- yeah chill out, buddy. Have a cigarette. Take a piss. Well, he's more. That's <laughs> a lot, but I honestly think Shahrukh Khan is a very, very good actor. He might be stereotyped, he might be typecasted, but I, I honestly, I'm not talking about this movie. I'm just talking in general. But and I also think he's one of the boldest actor out of all the Bollywood actors that there is till this date, minus some doubt. I really, I'll, I'll give you that. I mean, he, I think the reason he was exciting in the beginning of his career was because he was at like his peak. And he would take risks and he would do things that we hadn't seen before. And that's what made him, you know, a legendary actor. But as of late, as of the past, as of late, as of the past 15 years, that's not the Shah Rukh Khan that we've been getting. It's crazy. 15 years. Holy shit. This guy's got to stop for a while. Good segue. Sumit, what's the latest on Shah Rukh Khan? What's he got going? Patan? Patan is coming on next year. Oh, I thought you just called Raheel. (laughs) (laughs) So Patan is a spy thriller uh, directed by Yashraj. So Yashraj is completing 50 years of their uh, being in production business. And they are doing this mega five movie deal where they're releasing five huge, the biggest of budget blockbusters to celebrate their 50 years in the industry. Uh, the first one is Patan. And what they're trying to do is, have you guys seen War or Ekta Tiger? No. Okay. No. So War is a movie with Rithik Roshan and Tiger Shroff, where Rithik Roshan is a spy. Ekta Tiger is a movie with Salman Khan, where Salman Khan is a spy. Huge, huge blockbuster, huge hits. And the third one is Patan, where Shah Rukh Khan is a spy. And basically what they're doing, going to do is they're going to create the spy world and merge all of them together. Oh, Wait, it's a crossover with all three of them? So in Patan, both Kabir, which is... Rithik's character from War and Tiger, which is Salman Khan's character from Ekta Tiger, is going to be making an appearance. So they Whoa. are finally making into a universe. Oh, it's like the MCU. Yeah. Whoa. So that's I'll watch it. What's next, and the one after that, right after that, is Rajkumar Hirani's Untitled, which is about Canadian immigration. And Rajkumar Hirani is undoubtedly India's, India's number one director, successful director. Every single movie he has directed so far, he has offered to Shah Rukh Khan, starting from Munna Bhai to Three Idiots. Shah Rukh Khan was his first mm. choice, and Shah Rukh Khan never picked it up. He refused all the movies for whatever reasons. And uh, the next one, next Raju Hirani is Shah Rukh Khan. Yep. That sounds like it'll be That's a funny exciting. movie. Yeah, Rajkumar Hirani movies always are. Mm-mm. Do you think we'll? Uh, are we gonna? Are we gonna keep watching Shah Rukh Khan movies after we catch up to his filmography? What do you think is gonna happen first, Raheel? Do you think we catch up to his filmography or those movies get released? What do you mean? I think they're getting released next year, right? 
Yeah. They're getting released next year. Mm-hmm. How many movies yeah. do we got left on this journey of ours? We, we got 12 more after today. 12 more. Yeah, we're going to get done in like June. Oh, shit. Yeah, it's going to happen fairly soon. And then the curse will be lifted. <laughs> <laughs> um. Well, I guess that's uh that's that's our episode, right? I believe any, so. Any, okay, yeah. I mean, I'm surprised that neither of you got canceled. <laughs> Raheel was trying with the Isha Kapagur bit right there. I really was. I was trying hard. I also murdered yeah. Nabil at one point. I had her murder Nabil. Yeah. Oh, by the was way, it Isha Kapagur? Yeah, it was. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But I also want to say I do. I definitely miss Noor in this one. That makes Nobody. one of us. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, we did it. That's it for Raju Bungea podcast. Like and subscribe below. Hit the bell icon. Thank you for listening. Bye. Shama hey, jam.